Business in the 217, talking with the Springfield Business Journal here on the WMAY Morning News Feed. I'm Greg Bishop and joined again by Michelle Ownby, the publisher of the Springfield Business Journal. Michelle, thanks for taking time with us each and every week to highlight the good things that are happening in Springfield's business community. And let's start right off with a new business, a window cleaner coming to town. Tell us all about it. Yeah, well, as you said, it's always nice to see uh, new businesses still opening, especially given the events of the past year. And I had a chance to chat with uh, Sean and Holly Middleton yesterday, the couple that's opening up the fish window cleaning that you referenced. Um, it's actually a, a franchise, but they just bought into the franchise and opened an office here in Springfield last month. Holly actually said that she lost her job back in the spring due to COVID. She had worked in the accounting industry and uh, you know her job was eliminated and she kind of took stock of things, tried to figure out what she wanted to do next and decided that uh, she wanted to own her own business. So always nice nice to see that people still have that entrepreneurial spirit and uh, being adventurous with things, even despite all the all the COVID happenings of the past year. So uh, we'll definitely have to reach out to, uh, to the new business and get more uh, about what they plan on doing. But is this for residential and commercial window cleaning? Um, it is It is both. And that's actually one of the things they mentioned. They've been a little surprised by, uh, by the fact that business has been off to a good start. You know, not only the fact that they opened during COVID, but also the winter. You would think that would be a busy time. But they said, you know, restaurants and other businesses are getting ready to welcome customers back. And so cleaning, of course, is very important right now. They're looking at how to kind of clean up those public spaces. And so it's, it's been a big thing. They said they've been getting a lot of, uh, a lot of calls from businesses. That's fantastic news. We're talking with the Springfield Business Journal publisher, Michelle Ombi, with the WMAY Morning News Feed. And uh, another Starbucks is coming to town as if I've got a, a Starbucks gift card that uh, I'm sure... Uh, I'm going to go spend that here soon, but there's going to be another opportunity for us to get some Starbucks in town. Yes, you may have noticed there is some preliminary construction work, uh, site work taking place over there at the corner of uh, Stevenson and Dirksen. And that is going to be the location of the new Starbucks. It took a little detective work. There's no coming soon signs or anything like that, but it's a development company out of Ohio. I talked with them the other day and they confirmed that, yes, that is a Starbucks in the works and they are projecting a summer opening. So, uh, you know, the last one to open in Springfield, I think, was that one out on North Dirksen and people seem to get really excited about it when we had broken the news about that one. So everybody's got to get their Starbucks fix. I am somewhat sad by the next business that uh, we're seeing here because, uh, gosh, I was just telling uh, Kyle here, uh, their mac and cheese was incredible. Uh, and every everything I'd gotten from Long Nine Junction was just tops. Uh, but they're, they're moving forward with uh, a few changes about, uh, about Long Nine Junction. But uh, we're going to see a couple of other things spurred out of that. What's going on there? Yeah, so the good news is they are, they're not going away. You're just going to have to take a little road trip. Uh, if you want to get that mac and cheese or any of your other favorite dishes. As you mentioned, Corey and Emily uh, Falcon, who have owned Long Nine for the past few years, operated that in downtown Springfield. They are basically moving operations to Petersburg, and they've got a couple different things going on. I chatted with Emily. She said they uh, they bought a house in Petersburg over the summer. It's up on the hill. It was formerly a bed and breakfast, and they are, they are living in the upper level of that space and had originally planned to do that as an offshoot of Long Nine. 
time. But then after they uh, made the move to Petersburg and got to know some of the people there, they were approached with another business opportunity, the historic uh, Broad Gauge Building, which is on the square in downtown Petersburg. There's a group of local investors that purchased that property and are planning to renovate it, you know, back to more of the historic character. And there is a, a restaurant and then also a bakery and coffee shop that's part of that space. So as it turns out, they're going to be operating both the, the restaurant and the bakery and coffee shop there. And uh, they will also have uh, essentially a bed space in the lower level of their home. They're going to host what they call small intimate dinners, just groups of 18 to 20 people. So it won't be your typical restaurant where you can uh, walk in unannounced, but you're looking to have a little uh, low-key dinner party or event. Uh, it will be a good place to do that. So I would imagine fundraisers uh, are going to be popular there. I would imagine also, like you said, just, hey, inviting some of your friends together, throwing in on getting a delicious meal uh, from the from the people who brought you Long Nine Junction. Very cool stuff. Uh, but also, uh, you got a lot going on uh, with McMurray College uh, over in Jacksonville uh, here with the Springfield Business Journal. Michelle Ownby, tell us what's going on with, uh, with those properties out there. Yeah, so I think we all heard uh, last year about McMurray closing, the campus going up for auction. But, you know, I, for one, wasn't really sure what it had what had come of that. Uh, and the next issue of the business journal that comes out uh, next week will focus on commercial construction and redevelopment. So I had one of our writers track down some of the buyers from that auction. Turns out there's a lot of local folks, probably some names that people will recognize. Mike Hayes, who's a, a realtor and done a lot of uh, other redevelopment projects in Jacksonville, is the one who purchased the, the chapel. You know, a lot of people love that chapel at McMurray. It was already very popular for weddings and events. And uh, we had reported last spring that he had a project in the works called the Water's Edge Winery. And he's essentially going to use this as event space, uh, along with his winery and bistro that he's still planning to open later in the year. And then Ryan Turner, who owns Turner Painting and Construction there in Jacksonville, he's uh, the baseball coach at Rupp High School right across the street. He bought the sports fields as well as several of the buildings on campus, and he hopes to open a trade school there, which would be a nice addition for Jacksonville. And uh, Mark Leach, who's a Jacksonville resident and McMurray alum, he bought about 12 acres of the campus and including several of the former dormitories, and he plans to convert those into apartment buildings. A variety of other buyers, the whole campus altogether brought about $1.4 million, uh, you know, which is not a whole lot of money when you consider the amount of buildings and, uh, and property that was involved. But the good news is it does appear that most of them went to, uh, went to people that have plans to put them to good use. So that's good news, I think, overall for the city of Jacksonville. And to see that investment going in, uh, it's going to definitely be a benefit for uh, those in Jacksonville and uh, even for those who are looking for the opportunities that uh, those businesses are going to provide uh, in and around the area. Michelle Ownby, the publisher for the Springfield Business Journal, always enjoy having you on to give us an idea of what's going on in our community when it comes to businesses, some of the changes that may be happening, but also the good things that are coming. Uh, where can people get more information about the Springfield Business Journal and read the great work your team puts together? Definitely check out our website at springfieldbusinessjournal.com. You can get signed up for BizBytes free of charge. That's our weekly newsletter that comes out every Wednesday. And then, of course, you can also subscribe to the print edition and get that delivered to your home or office every month. Greatly appreciated, as always, here with Business in the 217 on the WMAY Morning News Feed. Michelle Ownby, publisher of the Springfield Business Journal. Have a great day and be safe out there.